You're listening to Investify, preaching financial independence and assisting investors to achieve a more flexible and free lifestyle through smart financial planning and real estate investing. If leaving the corporate world and jumping into this thriving industry is what you desire, tune in and listen to stories of like-minded individuals who made the leap to financial independence. Welcome back to another Friday episode. It's your co-host, Allie Garced, or Allie the Agent, on all social media. Would love to hear from you if you haven't already given us both a follow. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about questions to ask a real estate brokerage before you join with them. This has been on the forefront of my mind because this is what I do very often. Every single day, I'm meeting with agents that either joined the wrong brokerage or feel like they are like their growth is stagnant or they're stuck or they even worse, they feel like a lone wolf. And I know that not everybody that listens to this podcast is an agent, but if you were thinking about becoming a real estate agent or you already are a real estate agent and looking to switch your brokerage to scale your business, this is the episode for you. So I'm going to go through a list of questions that I also have posted on my personal YouTube page, but I have revamped them. So in that way, they are fresh and beneficial for everyone here. Question number one, it when you're asking a firm before you join with them, because a lot of agents are making the mistake where they just pick a firm because they hear of it, they their brother's uncle's mother, whatever is in that firm, and therefore they just join with them. You want to make sure that you're joining the group that you want to become. Again, it's just back to that that whole phrase of you are who you surround yourself with. So question number one is, can I brand myself and use my photo, my agent business name, my phone number in all of my advertisements? Sometimes if you're, you're joining a brokerage, a lot of these brokerages will only allow you to brand their logo, their name, it's their photo on all the listings and not you. It's not your photo. It's not your phone number. So you want to make sure as you are getting these clients are choosing to work with you. And there's a reason for that. So you want to make sure that you're able to capitalize on that and put your name on the for sale sign outside from the client that decided to work with you as a person. So branding is very important. And along with that, when you have a listing and you're representing a seller, can you put your phone number on the advertisements, on the MLS, on the for sale sign outside? Can it be your phone number or does it have to be the broker's phone number or someone else's phone number? Because listings create more listings. They create more opportunities. You can get buyers from there. You can get referrals that way. So you want to make sure that those referrals and potential buyers that are walking in that neighborhood, see the for sale sign, see a phone number, that they're calling you and not someone else who did the hard work to get that listing. I hope that that makes sense. The second question is, if you want to leave the brokerage, can you take your listings and can you take your clients with you? Is there any sort of penalty? Now this goes hand in hand with my last question that I'm going to have you ask that I'll wait for the last one there, but you want to make sure that if for some reason you're unhappy, you're able to make a clean break, that you're able to switch brokerages and just hit the ground running with that new brokerage. The last thing you want to do, I'm sure, but not a lot of agents think about this is the end game, the exit. Same thing with partnerships, same thing with just investing. If I can't Airbnb it out, will it at least work as a long-term rental? You always want to be thinking about some sort of exit strategy. So can you take your listings with you? What does that look like? The next question after that, 
Does your brokerage offer any opportunities for me to share in the revenue? This is hard to find. With When a brokerage allows you to be part owner of the brokerage, I know I'm a little bit biased here, but I think that goes a long way toward building your net worth and being able for you to grow your crew, grow your team, if that's what you choose to do. There are a lot of other brokerages where agents will do the hard work. They're working every single day, going on appointments for buyers, sellers, referrals, and they're only getting paid with buyers, sellers, and referrals. Those are the only three ways for a lot of agents to get paid. Meanwhile, with EXP, you can get paid with revenue share. You can get paid by being a mentor. You can get paid by being a sponsor. You can get, there are 11 different ways to get paid as an agent with EXP Realty. So that's super, super important for you to ask that. If you're doing that same hard work anyway, can you at least get be compensated more with one brokerage versus another? Following that, based off of my results, can I be given stock? This is hand in hand with the question right before this. Can I be given free stock or discounted stock in your company? Can I even, does the company even offer stocks at all? So this is part of the 11 ways to make money with eXp Realty as an agent, of course. There is an optional program where you can opt in, opt out at any time, where every single commission check that you get, you can have 5% of that commission check automatically purchase eXp stock at a 10% discount. So that's like a pretty cool program. Of course, another way to, to purchase stock is just on the open market. Anybody can purchase eXpi, but there's also ways for you, again, doing you doing the normal work anyway. For example, you growing your crew. Any single time you sponsor an agent in, that produces. It's not just about sponsoring people in. eXp does get a bad rap about that. But if you put the time, the effort into your sponsees and they start closing, you get paid stock. For example, just last week, I sponsored someone in, they closed on a property and they got paid $200 of eXp stock right then and there. I got paid $200 of eXp stock because they closed. I am financially incentivized to make your business succeed. And you know, same thing with Craig, anybody in eXp, you have to make sure that you're joining the, the right crew, surround yourself with people that you want to be around, people that are already living the life that you want to be living. So I'm going on a rant here. All right, let me bring it. Let me bring it back. Next question is the commission and cap. What is a commission split and what's the cap? Now, keep in mind that this clearly is not the first question I ask, and I feel like this is the first question that a lot of agents or potential agents ask because they think that's the most important. It's not. It's all about surrounding yourself around people that will elevate you and your business. You know, how much incentive do they have to make your business succeed? Are you just a number or are they going to be helping you hand in hand on, on helping you how to scale your business? It's working on the business versus just in the business, getting appointments, buyers, sellers. It's no, how do you one day walk out of this business? How do you retire from being a real estate agent? And with eXp, it makes it super, super easy because of the 10 other different ways of getting money, of getting paid with eXp. And I think you're much more able to leave a legacy with eXp versus working with a franchise because the revenue share can go to your spouse after you pass if they're a licensed agent too, which is a great reason to get licensed. And if you do have a domestic partnership, like you and your spouse are both licensed together, your cap with eXp is significantly lower, like way lower. For example, with eXp, it's an 80-20 split. 
And the cap is $16,000 if you're joining as an individual agent, not part of a team, right? But if you are husband, wife, wife and wife, husband, husband, team, like legally married and you're a team, you both are agents and you can sign up as a team. First of all, you can sponsor your spouse. Like one will be joining first. So boom, you start getting revenue share there. And it's every single time your spouse closes on a deal and your cap, instead of $16,000, it's a combined cap of $5,000. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm trying to get my wife licensed. So carrying on. Another question to ask is a breakdown. Can I see a breakdown of all the franchise fees, the royalty fees, the desk fees, the paper fees, the fax fees? They will call them any and all fees, right? Oh, but this is a technology fee. This is a whatever fee. Get a list of all of the fees. Add them all up. Ask them, what do you even what do you call the fees? Because sometimes they'll say, oh no, we don't have a, we don't have a brand fee, but you're paying a royalty fee. You know, that's essentially paying to just say that you are a part of XYZ brokerage. So make sure that those fees can add up. So make sure that you're comparing everything apples to apples. And following that, another question to ask is, after I work hard and after I achieve my cap of whether it's uh, you know $5,000 or $16,000, whatever it is, can I get, is there an opportunity for me to get that cap back? This might be a leading question, <laughs> but with eXp, there is a way for it. After you do a certain amount of transactions, you can get your entire cap back, essentially making eXp in a hundred percent brokerage. So I just did that uh, recently. I, I hit my cap. And then after that, I did the required 20 transactions after that all in one year, me and myself. And then therefore I, out of that $16,000 cap, $8,000 was given to me that the very next day it hit my stock account. It's in the form of stocks. It's not like dollar. It's not like into your checking account. So $8,000 worth of EXP stock hit my account the next day. And the other $8,000, all I have to do is just teach a couple of classes in the eXp world because those are the only people that are allowed to teach in the eXp world are those that have made icon. Those that are actually in the weeds doing the business as opposed to somebody that was in the business maybe 20, 30 years ago and is still teaching sometimes outdated practices. So you want to make sure overall that you're joining a brokerage where they have up to date that they're progressive, that they're using AI, anything for you to catapult yourself, your business, and not get lost in the sauce. Because if you don't know this statistic, 87% of all real estate agents fail within the first five years. So you have a 13% chance of still even being an agent in five years. The odds are not in your favor. <laughs> but if you align yourself with a group that is do that's walking the walk, not just talking the talk, walking the walk, you see them, you see their stats, you see their numbers, you go inside their trainings and see what it's like, you see what the culture is, that will help you stay within that 13% of the re of the real estate agents that make it. So carrying on. Next question to ask uh, firms are, will you train me to work on my business versus in the business? Do they have trainings on how to retire as a real estate agent? The like long joke, I guess, the longstanding joke is that you'll never go to a real estate agent's retirement party, that they're pretty much showing houses up until the day they die, which is so true. Like a lot of real estate agents are just working for the next commission check, the next commission check. They're not using that, those checks to invest back in real estate. They're not using those checks. I don't know, like they're just living like the rest of America, paycheck to paycheck. So surround yourself 
with others that will invest back into you and show you how you can work on the business, make it scalable, make it to where one day you can already leave production, if that's what you choose to do, and work a referral-only business or step out and sell your business to someone else. Or with eXp, you don't necessarily have to sell your business to someone else. Yeah, you could sell your database, which is the importance of, of upkeeping your CRM, but you could, you don't even have to sell your business with eXp. All you have to do is just pass it on to your spouse. So that way, when you pass, your spouse still gets all of those revenue checks every single month. And eXp, I just went to eXpCon last week and it was my first time going. So just by attending eXpCon, because I'm an agent, I got $2,000 worth of eXp stock just for attending. And then also I ended up teaching some classes there too. So I got an extra $2,000 worth of eXp stock. So it was worth it (laughs) for me to go. But they rolled out something that they're implementing. They already started this in a couple of states, which is differentiating eXp from any other brokerage. And that is real-time payments to where as soon as you close on a commission, you will be paid direct deposit in minutes as opposed to sometimes later that day, the next day, the next week. Sometimes it takes weeks for people to get paid. That's what a lot of reasons why people are leaving brokerages because come on, you know, like you're working so hard, you you've been working with a buyer or a seller for months and then you have to wait another 2 weeks to get paid or especially on a referral if you don't get a copy of that check, then the bro- it has to go to the broker, has to do their thing, input into the file. You might not get paid until a couple of weeks later. That can get very annoying. So they're, they've already implemented this in Southern California and Southern Florida, real-time payments. And another thing there is not just real-time payments for you working in the business, working buyer sellers referrals, but because of the way the EXP company is structured, any sponsee that you bring in or anybody that names you as a sponsor, whenever they close, since they will be getting paid like within minutes, sometimes even seconds, you, your revenue share, you'll be getting paid every single time immediately after your sponsee closes a transaction. As of right now, you get paid monthly for the transactions that everyone in your downline produces. So, and it takes about a week after, say for the month of October, everyone do, does their transactions, EXP works it on the back end, And then a couple of days into November, that's when you get paid the monthly sum of your revenue share, which has made people millionaires. I've seen some people making $25,000 every single month, like clockwork. And you can see, you can see <laughs> it's crazy. It's completely changed the game. But now- with the real-time payments, you'll be getting it as soon as your sponsee closes a deal. So that is super, super cool. And no other brokerage is doing that. So that was like one of the biggest tips that I got from going to eXpCon. Well, there's a lot more actually. I'll be making a YouTube video about this as well <laughs> for those that were not able to attend eXpCon. Next question to ask is, does your firm offer leads? And where do they get the leads from? And how much is that going to cost you? This was uh, a question that I thought was the most important question when I was interviewing brokerages. I'm like, man, I I want to make sure that I join a crew that is just going to feed me leads. And I realized that was not the way to go about it. I still had that like W2 mentality of like, give me, give me, like, what can you offer me? What can I take from you? And I hadn't yet transitioned my mind to think of, no, I am my own business owner. I need to be finding my own leads. Because it was so new, because I hadn't been an agent before, I didn't know if I was capable of finding my own leads. So this was one of the first questions that I was asking. But now 
as you can see, it's one of my last. It's really, it really depends on how much grit, determination, fire you have to find your own leads. If you really feel like for some reason you're just unable to find your own leads and you don't have that confidence, then at that point, it'll then ask those follow on questions of, okay, where do you get your leads from and how much is that going to cost you? Because some people invest in Zillow leads. There are so many different ways to get leads. Are you going to be paying for that and how much? And is that, is your net income going to be something that you like? If it is perfect, but if it's not, then continue looking around. Then follow on question after that, what kind of technology or tools does your firm provide? This is super important. Again, AI is <laughs> there is no shortage of AI right now. There, there's an AI for pretty much anything you, you can think of. ChatGPT barely scratches the surface of every other app that is available out there. I'm sure you guys know that too. So is the brokerage that you're considering joining, are they ahead of the game? Are they using it to implement? Or on the opposite side, are they shaming people for trying to get into AI because it's not the way that they did things? I've met with agents that are on all sides of this like spectrum over here where one person tried getting heavy into YouTube and they were not received with open arms with that idea because company was just so heavy into Zillow that they're paying money for these Zillow leads. So no, they don't want you to find your own leads. You're paying, you're paying that company for Zillow leads. So that's the only thing you should be doing is just cold call, cold call, cold call. So along with that, to make sure that you're joining a crew that you like, that you feel like you're going to get along with, and you have the same mentality, ask them, hey, can I reach out to a couple of the agents on the team, on the crew, to ensure that they receive the, the support that you say I'm going to get? Don't be afraid to ask that question. They should be able to rattle off a couple of people, connect you with some people. Of course, those are going to be the people that like most likely have had the most success, but you should be able to see who else is on the crew and just reach out to them. Hey, how are you liking it? That's so, so important. And a lot of people don't ask that. And the last question to ask is, can I get a copy of everything of what we spoke about in writing? Essentially, can I get a copy of the ICA? Because the conversation that you'll be having with these brokerages are pretty much all answered on the independent contractor agreement. That's the ICA. So if they can give you a copy of the ICA and you on your own time without feeling pressured, you can review it. You can see, yep, this, is, this follows, this checks as far as what they were saying and you like it, then that's everything, you know, that's gold. A lot of people are unwilling to give the ICA, which is super, super important because that is what's going to determine what your business is like. And it'll also determine if you decide to leave, what that looks like as well. So I hope that this helped. If you have any questions, I'm Allie the agent on social media. That's Allie spelled A-L-I. And I look forward to seeing you guys at Bigger Pockets, be pecan. This episode might come out a little bit after that. But overall, the biggest takeaway, even if you're not looking to be an agent, is surround yourself by people that you want to become, people that are living the life that you want to be living. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you in the next one. That's it for this episode of Investify. We hope that these nuggets of real estate wisdom lead to more savvy financial planning and a clearer path towards financial freedom. For more content like this, subscribe to the show at investify.com. Don't forget to leave a rating and share it with your friends. Together, we can transform more real estate newbies into successful and clever investors. Thank you so much for listening. See you on the next one.